Welcome to Says Who. Uh, my guest today is Chris Palm. He's an aspiring filmmaker, as well as a working actor and a very dapper dresser. You noticed. I did notice. Thank you. Thank you. So thanks for coming in. I'm going to start this as I always do. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Oh boy, that question. Uh, well, as you know, my name is Chris, but it's spelled with a K. Mm -hmm. So therefore, no Starbucks employee has ever spelled my name right on my coffee cups. <laughs> uh, and I'm from uh, Northwest Washington State. So I lived in the rain and the gray darkness, and that's why I love LA so much, because of the sun and the heat. Thanks. So you, uh, there you were in the, in the gray and the dark mm -hmm. uh, growing up. What, at what point did you say, hey, this acting thing? Senior year high school. Uh, I was dared into auditioning for the <laughs> high school play. I was like, yeah, oh, okay, sure, like whatever, it sounds lame. Ended up getting into it. And then it was like the most amazing experience of my life. And it was kind of like, wow, uh, people do this and like you can get paid for it and you get to interact with like cute girls. Eh, you know, it's <laughs> really cool. This is a win-win. Yeah, I really like this acting thing. So uh, from there I did uh, a little bit of uh, theater in town after I graduated and then I moved to San Francisco to learn. Oh, wow. Uh, and I did theater. So you say in town, what, uh, what town was that? Bellingham, Washington. Bellingham, Washington. The bell of the, I don't, I don't even know where I'm going with that. So, uh, so you finish there, you head down to San Francisco mm -hmm. to study. Yes. Theater. To actually learn craft and technique and those sorts of fun things. And uh, you were, so in San Francisco you did what, I, I actually know the answer to this, theater mostly? Yes. 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 Uh, and at some point you looked around and said, darn this stage, <laughs> one off. <laughs> Um, I was doing a play, and this kind of happened a lot. I was I'd do a couple plays, and then just random directors would come and like see your performance, and be like, "Hey, you know that was really great. I'm I'm doing this film. Would you like to audition for it? Because that's usually how they did their castings like that." And so I uh, got a couple of those, did a couple of like smaller independent films, and really got that acting bug. And yeah, finally just decided to pack up and head drive down the coast yeah go like six hours south and try the whole LA thing so I know you as, an, as a working actor mm -hmm. for sure but I think that sometimes people have a misconception of what a working actor is because like a working bank banker is a nine to five five day a week yeah working actor job. pretty much uh, one day out of the month you might have a job on a good month <laughs> uh, yeah that's that's how I define maybe a working actor <laughs> Something like that. And that's kind of that. It is exactly that. Yeah. So what do you do to supplement or to, as a working actor, what are the other things that go into your daily life? Oh, uh, kind of a jack of all trades thing. Just to find work where you can. Like I'll even do like background or stand in or photo double work or uh, any sort of like voiceover stuff things like that, just whatever pays the rent until those jobs come around. When so. people ask me what kind of actor I am, I always say, or what kind of acting I do, I always say whatever they pay me for. Yeah, whatever they're willing to offer me. So what have you found doing um, background and stand-in work? Have you found anything within that that sort of um, informed your acting or uh, helped you with the craft? 
I would say a lot of great things about doing it, especially being uh, an aspiring filmmaker, is that you get the chance to watch so many different directors. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you're there doing a job and doing crosses on the deep, deep back and everything. But if you get a chance, it's kind of like a free class you get to take and like watch like, oh, how's that director like work? Oh, what's he talking about? And I kind of always get an ear in and try to listen in and find out like what's going on. So I love that part of it as well because it's like free school. Right. Yeah, from multiple different working directors and producers and writers and stuff like that. And my guess is because you do that, when you do get on a set in a, uh, larger role in a, in a speaking role, say, yeah. that you probably are one of those actors that's really nice to work with because you understand how a set works. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good thing for, I would say, all actors should do when they first move here, is do the nitty gritty background work. Because you get that comfortability of being on a set, you know how it works. Because I remember when I first got my big principal thing, when I moved down here and being on a set, it's all intimidating, just chaos all around the light guy, the sound guy, this guy, somebody's sticking something in your face for lighting. <laughs> like you don't know what the hell is going on, let alone remembering your lines right. and trying to deliver a performance. Much less having to walk somewhere. Exactly, and hit a mark. No. Like, it's the hardest thing in the world. So <laughs> yeah, it, it's really great to know that sort of flow and just that chaos and being comfortable with it. So then when you do get that principal work, all that is just, you know, background noise and you don't even like focus on it. So really cool. That is, that is I think, a, a really cool thing. So you are in the LA area now mm -hmm. and uh, working actor, but also you're interested in filmmaking. What's that? You're interested in filmmaking oh, and yes. being a filmmaker, yes. making of film. Yes. What sorts of things are you hoping to do? Uh, I've been writing and I'm, I'm trying to get it going. I will one of these days, but I want to do my first horror movie. How oh, fun. Because a lot of my favorite directors just stem from horror movies. And I think it's one of the best genres that you can do without a budget. I think just the more creative you are, like the better it is. Look at John Carpenter's Halloween. It was yes. made for what, like 50 grand back, you know, in the day, but still shoestring budget and your creativity has to take control over that. And so that's, I always think that horror is the best sort of genre to break into filmmaking because you really got to use your imagination, creativity to make something out of that. I would 100% agree with yeah. you. Speaking of creativity and imagination, mm -hmm. we are going to move on to the lightning round. Oh, I was born for the lightning round. Yes, I love it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Welcome to the lightning round. Thank you. What is your favorite movie ever? Ooh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. What movie do you watch over and over? Raiders of the Lost Ark. What was a movie that you watched as a child that informed your life? That informed my life? Well, that movie E.T. informed me that movies can fucking scare children <laughs> so bad. Uh, yeah, so that one stuck with me for a very long time. Scary movie or happy ending? Scary movie. What are you watching right now? Um... What am I watching right now? I'm kind of out of things to watch right now. I've finished 
Rick and Morty. <laughs> and now, you know, what else is there? No, now you're just, you're done. Yeah, I'm waiting for the next season of Rick and Morty, I guess. On a scale from one to 10, how excited are you about your life right now? 7.5, good C. <laughs> on a scale of one to 10, how well do you cook? Oh, negative two. <laughs> what is your favorite food? Oh, uh, I'd say fresh crab that I caught what from your, back home. What is your least favorite food? Any sort of mystery meat that I'm not aware of what it is. Delivery, pizza, Chinese food, or Indian food? Oh, oh. I'm gonna go Chinese food solely because it's delivered to me. I would say Indian food because I love the smell of it that my car fills up with when I get to drive it home myself. <laughs> what is your favorite dessert? Uh, cherry cheesecake. What was the best piece of acting advice you've ever been given? I'm not sure if it's the best, but <laughs> it's the most memorable one that stuck with me all these years. My uh, acting teacher in San Francisco, I ended up getting cast in a play and acting opposite of him. And I was a little nervous opening night and before the play started, he could sense that and he came up to me and he said, you're gonna do great out there as long as you don't fuck it up. Don't and it just pats it. me on the arm and like takes off. So it, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up and you do great, so. What is the worst piece of acting advice you've ever been given? <laughs> You'll do great, just don't fuck it up. <laughs> If you were starting out as an actor right now, what would you do differently? Oh, good question. Definitely not to take rejection so hard and just let it just brush away and move on and focus on something else. What director would you love to work with? Uh, Sam Raimi. If somebody were going to write you the perfect part, what would it be? Uh, you know, I've always, Ever since a kid, I think probably a lot of actors, uh, male actors, always always want to be a cowboy. They always want to put on the hat and the gun holster and the boots and get dirty and ride a horse. Yeah. What was the last set that you were on? Uh, American Housewife on ABC. <laughs> Very well done. Uh, what actor would you like to grab a beer with? Bruce Campbell. Which three people would you like to have a dinner party with? Oh, wow. Dead or alive? I'm going to go my grandfather as a young man, Alfred Hitchcock, and Aaron Sorkin. I'd like to be there. Yeah. What is your favorite Hitchcock movie? Oh, I mean, it's hard to beat Psycho. Really hard to beat Psycho. And favorite Aaron Sorkin projects? Uh, oh, I'm going to go West Wing. What are three things you cannot live without? Uh, well, oxygen, kind of need that. Uh, three things that I can't, I would say I wouldn't want to get rid of my charming personality. 100%. Absolutely. And, you know, you, you need a toothbrush. Oxygen, charming personality, and a toothbrush. Mm -hmm. Sounds good to me. What does creativity mean to you? I would say making something out of nothing. Nothing exists and then you plant 
an idea seed in your head and it, you give birth to it and it grows and it just becomes something out of nothing. What did you want to do with your life when you were 12? When I was 12, that would be hockey player, professional hockey player. How will you know when you've made it? I would say when I'm sitting in my office and my agent hands me just a stack of different scripts and says, pick one. That will probably be a day that I'll take a moment and really appreciate and have a little silence and self-reflection. What's your favorite thing about yourself? Oh, uh, I would say I'm easygoing. What I, is your least favorite thing about yourself? Always wanted to be six foot or taller. <laughs> was about an inch short. Hugs or kisses? Kisses. What's the title of your autobiography? Chris with a K. If they were going to adapt Chris with a K, <laughs> who would play you? Oh boy. Uh, I would say some young up-and-coming actor that has to do some sort of physical transformation to look like me in that current state, whether it's gain weight or lose weight or something like that. That would be fun. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Best gift you've ever received? BB gun. Worst gift you've ever received? Socks. Best gift you've ever given? Ooh, joyous laughter. Dress up or dress down? Dress up. Come on. <laughs> Favorite piece of clothing? Suit. Do you have a hobby? Yes. What is it? <laughs> uh, I play hockey. Best compliment you have ever received? You look nice. Well, Chris, you do look nice. You uh, thank look, you. You're welcome. You look so nice that we are going to be moving on. Yay. Woohoo! You made it. Whew. Chris? Yes. Finally, I close out with the 10 questions that James Lipton asks mm -hmm. at, at the end of Inside the Actor's Studio. You ready? Yes. <clears throat> Chris, what is your favorite word? Serenity. What is your least favorite word? Can't. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Watching great work. What turns you off? Negativity. What is your favorite curse word? <laughs> Motherfucker. What sound or noise do you love? It's interesting because I just had this conversation like a week ago and it's probably not an answer that anybody will ever say, but it was something I discovered that was really kind of cool. Whenever I go and see a movie that's made by 20th Century Fox, and they do that intro. There's just something that resonates inside me and there's this joyous sort of kid-like excitement in me, even if it's a, for a movie that I'm not really interested in seeing. <laughs> but it just, it does something to me. I know it's not like, you know, a child's laughter or something, but I love that sound and it, it affects me emotionally, so. What sound or noise do you hate? Garbage trucks. They're always 
there early in the morning, just the sounds that emanate, the beeping, the clanking, yeah, I just don't like it. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? A uh, hockey player. What profession would you not like to do? Proctologist doesn't sound... All that fun. All that fun. Not up my alley. I see what you did there. And finally, Chris, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? <laughs> hey, Chris with a K. <laughs> well, hey, Chris with a K. You have done well. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. You're welcome.